0: In today's show, it's foolish to deny that the Bitcoin price can go under 10,000. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Quoting Pompliano, I love bear markets. The critics are chirping. The tourists have left. The plebs are stacking. Bitcoin is unfazed. Soak it all in. Life is good. The cycle continues. And this just in, over 100,000 Bitcoin worth over $2 billion have been taken off the exchanges in the past week. And quoting Dan Held, headlines in five years, Bitcoin crashes from 350 to $200,000. Is crypto Finally dead? Happens every time. Now check this out. Pro-Bitcoin U.S. congressman says inflation is a hidden tax on the people. Also breaking news, Harmony's Horizon Bridge hacked for $100 million. Also in today's show, XRP price rally stalls near a key level that last time triggered a 65% crash. We'll also be discussing the Ripple CEO criticizing the SEC for contradictions on crypto regulations, quoting Brad Garlinghouse here. The SEC, instead of doing the hard work to define a new set of clear rules, a new set of clear regulations, they instead decide we're going to do regulation through enforcement, which is not efficient and really, I think, has stifled innovation in the United States. Also in today's show, billionaire Michael Saylor says government can help draw investors to Bitcoin and explains how, quoting him here from a recent interview on Fox Business, after investing 100 hours, we come to realize that Bitcoin is 100x bigger than the next best digital commodity network and utterly unique. I take the long view in my cheerful, constructive conversation as we talk Bitcoin and debunk the critics also in today's show legendary investor mark mobius says bitcoin bottom is not yet in and explains why quitting him here as long as traders are still talking about buying on dips that means there is a feeling of hope that also means we have not reached the bottom of the bear market also like to point out he predicted bitcoin would eventually reach the twenty thousand dollar mark before slightly bouncing and continuing to decline all the way down to ten thousand dollars we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market as you can see all the major cryptos are currently pumping back in the green but where's the bitcoin price likely to go next find out all this plus so much more in today's show Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, Jv. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin preserved twenty thousand dollars for another day on June twenty third. What calls for another twenty percent drop? Still surfacing, and right here looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph, Markets point trading view showed Bitcoin ranging just above the twenty one thousand dollar mark at the time of this recording. As ever, the behavior reflected moves in the United States equities markets, which stayed flat on the day. Remarks by Fed Chairman Jerome Powell had provided only brief volatility. As noted, Powell's Congress testimony provided no new information regarding the macro policy, and as such, crypto commentators stuck to previous assertions that outlook was uncertain, and they said but a potential fresh drawdown may only involve a trip to sixteen thousand dollars Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Putting the CryptoQuant CEO consolidating Bitcoin in a broad range and then going up, MDD, which is the maximum drawdown, is not that big, like 20%. He also retweeted analysis from popular account CryptoCapo, whose Bitcoin takes had long called for price downside. And in a separate post, the CryptoQuant CEO claimed that most Bitcoin cyclic indicators are saying that the bottom is in and that shorting Bitcoin at the current levels was therefore Ill advised as he shares here. Not sure how long it would take for consolidation in this range though. Opening a big short position here sounds not a good idea unless you think that Bitcoin is going to zero. And for monitoring resource material indicators, there was a cause to be more risk adverse, as he shares here. At this stage, nobody can say with certainty whether Bitcoin will hold this range or if it will go to sub ten thousand dollar price levels ever again. But it would be foolish not to have a plan for that possibility. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And he also added, Never doesn't age well in crypto plan accordingly. Touche. And checking out the fresh macro views, increasing pressure on the Eurozone came in the form of surging natural gas prices on a dwindling supply outlook in the United States. Meanwhile, Powell delivered fresh comments over the Fed's monetary tightening policy. Now, the central bank's balance sheet reduction, he said in comments reported by media sources, now only planned to shave up to $3 trillion off of its nearly $9 trillion of asset purchases. Now, check this out. Since February of 2020, the Fed's balance sheet has gained $4.8 Meaning that even after the reductions, it'll be higher than its previous pandemic levels, which you can see here in the Federal Reserve balance sheet chart. Now, the European Central Bank's balance sheet, meanwhile, hit a fresh all-time high this week despite rampant inflation. And quoting Pomp here, I love bear markets. The critics are chirping. The tourists have left. The plebs are stacking. Bitcoin is unfazed. Soak it all in. Life is good. The cycle continues and this just in over a hundred thousand bitcoin where two billion dollars have been taken off the exchanges in the past week and quoting Dan Held headlines in five years Bitcoin crashes from three hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars. Is crypto finally dead? Happens every time. Now kudos to this pro Bitcoin US congressman who says that inflation is a hidden tax on the people. That my friend is a fact. We are being taxed left and right and many of us don't even know it because inflation is without a doubt a hidden tax on the people. Much respect for preaching the truth. Now, breaking news just in, Harmony's Horizon Bridge hacked for $100 million. They recently tweeted here, the Harmony team has identified a theft occurring this morning on the Horizon Bridge, amounting to approximately $100 million. We have begun working with national authorities and forensic specialists to identify the culprit and retrieve the stolen funds. And before I break down next story of the day, and I share the latest XRP price action technical analysis, as well as Ripple CEO criticizing the SEC for contradictions on crypto regulations but first let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market as you can see all the major cryptos are currently pumping back in the green bitcoin up three percent for the day maintaining just above 21,200 dollars. we have ether up 8.4 percent trading just above 1200 dollars. while binance coin xrp cardano solana and Polkadot are all pumping and in the forest screen but all right now let's break down our next toy of the day ripple's ongoing upside retracement risk exhaustion as the price a resistance level with a history of triggering a 65 Price crash. That's right. XRP's price gained nearly 30%, rising to $0.36 cents on June 24th, four days after rebounding from $0.28, cents, its lowest level since January of 2021. Now, the token's retracement rally could extend to $0.41 cents next, according to its cup and handle pattern shown right here in this chart. And interestingly, the indicator's profit target is the same as XRP's 50-day exponential moving average, which you can see here in the red wave. Now, the cup and handle bullish reversal setup tends to meet its profit target at a 61 success rate, according to veteran analyst Thomas Bolowski. But it appears that XRP's case falls in the 39% failure spectrum because of a conflicting technical signal presented by its 200 four-hour exponential moving average. That's right, which you can see here in the blue wave, which has previously served as a strong distribution signal. Notably in April of 2022, the token attempted to break above the said wave resistance multiple times, only to face rejections on each try. It fell 65% to $0.28 later. Now, the ongoing company... And handle breakout has stalled midway after XRP retested the 200 hour exponential moving average as resistance on June 23rd. Now, the token awaits further bias confirmation while risking a price decline similar to what transpired after April. Now, XRP's overbought relative strength index now above 70 also raises the possibility of an interim price correction. Now, conversely, anticipations that Ripple would win the lawsuit, followed by the US SEC for allegedly selling unregistered securities, could negate the bearish setups. Quoting John Deaton here, I've stated for over a year that many Ripple and XRP supporters underestimate the negative impact that the SEC lawsuit has had because Ripple has done well outside of the U.S. and is hiring, etc. People say otherwise, but XRP must be deemed a non-security in the U.S. to fulfill its promise. Now, that being said, XRP could rebound towards 91 cents by the end of this year if the ongoing retracement continues any further. And interestingly, the token has bounced after testing long-term ascending trendline support, as shown here in this chart. The bounce has also followed XRP's weekly relative strength index decline below 30 and oversold threshold, which signals a potential buying opportunity. And now let's discuss the Ripple CEO criticizing the SEC for contradictions on crypto regulations. Brad Garlinghouse, the CEO of Ripple Labs, has claimed that the United States SEC has inconsistently imposed regulations on crypto firms in the country. Speaking to Wired editor-in-chief at the Collision Conference in Toronto on Thursday, Garlinghouse pointed to Ripple's current leadership Battle with the SEC in which the federal regulator has alleged the company's executives conducted an unregistered ongoing digital asset securities offering with Ripple slash XRP token sales. Now, Garlinghouse referenced the SEC's approval of Coinbase's public offering in April 2021, despite the fact that the crypto exchange listed XRP. At the time, quoting him here, the SEC now seems to take the position when they sued us that XRP is a security and has always been, but they approved Coinbase going public even though Coinbase is not a registered broker dealer, said the Ripple CEO. There are some contradictions here of the SEC, almost not within its organization, no one left hand, right hand, Garlinghouse added and shared the following. The SEC, instead of doing the hard work to define a new set of clear rules, a new set of clear regulations, they instead decide we're going to do regulation through enforcement, which is not efficient and really I think has stifled innovation in the United States. Now Garlinghouse, Ripple co-founder Chris Larson and Chief Technology Officer David Schwartz have all leveled complaints against the US regulators prior to and following the SEC filing and its lawsuit against the firm in December of 2020. Larson suggested in October of 2020, that Ripple might consider leaving the U.S. behind, given many authority policies of regulation through enforcement. The firm is currently headquartered in San Francisco, but also has offices in Dubai and Wyoming. I don't think crypto is the wall West at all, said Garlinghouse in response to SEC chairman Gary Gensler's characterization of the space. I think crypto certainly is a volatile asset class. All asset classes have a certain volatility. I don't think it's the regulator's job to determine how the volatility should be assessed by consumers, by business. Now, the case between Ripple and the SEC is still ongoing with many expecting the results to set a precedent for the regulatory treatment of cryptocurrencies in the United States. And before I break down next story of the day, billionaire Michael Saylor says government can help draw investors to Bitcoin and explains how. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting just under $950 billion with about $65 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance on the decline at 42.7% with the Ether dominance at 15.2% and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past 24 hours. We have Storage leading the pack up 33%, trading just above $0.95, cents, followed by Polygon up 17%, trading just above $0.60, cents, followed by Axie Infinity up 14.6%, trading at $16.71. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see a sea of green with nothing in the red, which I love to see. We have Storage up 92%, SNX up 74.3%, and Matic up 50 and checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated an 11 at a 100 in Extreme Fear, the same as yesterday. Last week was a 9 and last month was an 11 as well. Happy 11-11. Now, if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity, a.k.a. BTFD. Buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction, but all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor believes crypto regulation could help attract traditional finance investors to the King Crypto. In a new Fox Business interview, Saylor says that large investors could get involved in Bitcoin if the government offered regulatory clarity. Quoting him here, I think it's an immature asset class that is maturing, and I think that any form of regulation is going to be good, whether it's the SEC, the CFTC, the FASB, the FDIC, if any of them give guidance, the OC. Which is the controller of the currency? It's going to be good for Bitcoin, many people take their cues from the government, like it or not. And so if the government clarifies the difference between a commodity, a security, a currency, and how you use these things, I think that opens up a much easier path for institutional investors, mainstream investors, and corporations to get involved. And he also shares here, after investing 100 hours, we all come to realize that Bitcoin is 100x bigger than the next best digital commodity network and utterly unique. I take the long view in my cheerful, constructive conversation as we talk Bitcoin and bunk the critics. Now, according to Saylor, the level of risk exposure when investing in Bitcoin depends on the time horizon and the motivation. As he shares here, Bitcoin's gone through three boom and burst cycles in the last two years since we got involved. If you're a short-term investor, this is a high risk, high beta, high volatility asset. But if you've got a 10-year time view, if you're a long-term investor, it looks like a low risk store value asset. So it all comes down to what your time horizon is and what you're looking for out of the asset. Sage advice from Michael Saylor, where I'm a long-term Bitcoin hollers that, makes some noise in the live chat. And before I break down the final story of the day, legendary investor Mark Mobius says Bitcoin bottom is not yet in and explains why. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day just like this and help support the channel with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can follow me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. We're currently receiving over a half a million downloads per month. My goal is to scale this to a million downloads per month. And I know we can do that with your support. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram and TikTok. So wherever you're at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break our final story of the day, Mobius Capital Partners co founder Mark Mobius says leading crypto Bitcoin has not reached its bottom yet after a prolonged downtrend. According to a new Bloomberg report, the investor says that digital assets serve as a gauge of investor sentiment and tend to correlate with stocks. Quoting him here, cryptocurrencies are a measure of investor sentiment. Bitcoin goes down the next day, the Dow Jones goes down. That's the pattern you get. That shows that Bitcoin is a leading indicator. Mobius also says he believes the right time to start purchasing stocks is when investors send is at a low after both institutional and retail traders suffer heavy losses and throw in the towel. The investing veteran then says, as long as Bitcoin traders are looking to buy the top crypto asset by market cap, when it's price dips, there is still room for Bitcoin to fall. As he shares here, as long as traders are still talking about buying on dips, that means there is a feeling of hope. That also means that we have not reached the bottom of the bear market. Now, in May, Mobius predicted Bitcoin would eventually reach the $20,000 mark, which he nailed before slightly bouncing and continuing to decline. All the way down to $10,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the legendary investor that the Bitcoin price can realistically hit $10,000 for this cycle bottom. I'll let your boy in the comments right down below. Now for a quick recap, what I covered with you here in today's show, foolish to deny that the Bitcoin price can go under $10,000. Also shared the latest XRP price action and technical analysis. And we also discussed the Ripple CEO criticizing the SEC for contradictions on crypto regulations, as well as billionaire Michael Saylor says the government can help draw investors. Investors to Bitcoin and details how, as well as legendary investor Mark Mobius, says the Bitcoin bottom is not yet in, but where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now, for our top three comments from yesterday's episode, Inner Dino wrote RIP John McAfee, much missed, we love a Maverick gone but not forgotten. RIP McAfee, your spirit and legend, will always live on. Our next featured comment comes from Ellen who wrote, thanks JV, another informative show. I can now see why many are Bitcoin maxis, hodling all the way on Bitcoin, the alts, only a few. Hopefully they're the right ones. Cheers, Ellen. Thanks so much for tuning in and for your continued support. Yes, BTC is the king for a reason. Hoddle. And our third and final featured comment comes from Infinite Legacy. JV, another great show today. So it sounds like June 30th to July 4th will be a great buying opportunity. According to Arthur Hayes, the Fed hiking the rates by 0.75 will definitely cause some chart spikes. Crystal Ball has been formed. BTFD, you got it fam, keep stacking them stats and Hoddle. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.